0: So what is the best exercise for you? I get this question a lot on social media, whether I'm doing a live or just kind of hanging out, talking with friends or just in the comments. Somebody literally on like TikTok or Instagram will be like, what's the best form of exercise? Question mark. And first of all, 140 characters or even 5000 characters is not going to be enough to answer that question. Second of all, I don't know who you are and it's very, very difficult if I don't know who you are and who I'm talking to, to actually give you any kind of prescription for exercise at all. It just makes no sense. Um, and, and people usually ask me this, because not just because I'm a cardiologist. Some of them are just like, oh, here's a cardiologist. Let's just ask him uh, why or what is the best kind of exercise? I get that. Cardiologists probably get that question every day. The vast majority of cardiologists... Uh, We'll probably say like some kind of cardio, which is acceptable. Cardio absolutely for your heart is wonderful and proven. And there's no doubt about that. Literally like no one doubts that cardio is good for you. Um, But I think some people want a more nuanced answer. I'm not just a cardiologist. I'm a board certified cardiologist, but I'm also a certified personal trainer. For those of you who don't know my history, I've been training and or playing sports since basically I could walk. I've always played football ever since I was like five, six, seven, eight years old, maybe longer. The last time I played tackle football, I was about 37 or maybe 38 years old. Um, I played organized football. I coach football. Currently, even now, I coach football. I coach tackle football. I've coached flag football in the past. I've actually written books on how to coach football. Uh, and soccer uh, both. I'm a huge advocate of putting your players in the best position to statistically not make a mistake or statistically make the best play. Um, I usually use once one play to set up the next one and you know whatnot you know we just you know it's not hard to fool eight, nine, 10, 12, 14 year olds so it's literally just a mind game of you against the other coach. Now most of the time, I'm coaching against volunteer parents who, you know, they're super amazing people. And, and every once in a while, we lose a game here or there. But the vast majority of the times that I've coached, we like almost never lost. Anyways, I'm getting off on a tangent here, but now you know a little bit more about me. Um, same thing with soccer. You want to put your kids in the best position to have the best outcomes. That is usually best done when there's stoppage on throw-ins, uh, center balls, the goalie kicks, you know, what have you, corner kicks, etc. That's when you can make the most difference and put your kids probably in the best position to make a good play. But anyways, back to exercise. There's a, there's three or four different forms of exercise that we teach in personal training. Um, if you're with the National Association of Sports Medicine, NASM, which is the certification that I got. Oh, so back to where why I did that. I've been training myself and my kids and kids that I coach for a very, very long time. Um, I not only am a coach, but I train my kids who also play sports, all four of them. And I sometimes train other people, friends and kids. A lot of my friends work out with me. So I wanted to make sure that I knew what I was doing. Um, I had hired a personal trainer. God, I think 2016 or 17, maybe he moved away. Then I hired another one. Then they moved away. Then another one. Then they moved away or something happened to them. I don't remember. It It was one after another. They all kept like disappearing. So I was like, you know what? This can't be that hard to do. I already know what to do. I just want to make sure if, like, scientifically it is sound. Am I making the right uh, choices? Am I working out my body correctly? Am I doing the right exercises? Or am I just spinning my wheels? Because for the, for about 20 years, I just spun my wheels. I mean, I, I worked um, – when I first started working out in college, you know, I had just finished high school football. I, like, tried to walk onto the football team of my college and I was basically spinning my wheels. for now. I was one of those kids who was a hard gainer. I was 117 pounds, dripping wet my freshman year in high school. 117. I have 5th and 6th grade football players that I coach that are over 117. So I was a very lightweight. Eventually, by the time I was a senior, I was like 155 maybe. Um, so I did get bigger. I played running back and a DB. So getting bigger was absolutely uh, important. So I did. I did get uh, bigger ultimately. Um, But the question is, you know, between now and then, what did you do? How did you work out? Were you trying to get bigger? So here's the three ways of working out. Maybe there's more than just three, but I'll go through them. I did a series on this on TikTok, but those are only like 60 second videos. People keep asking me, what's the best exercise for me? What's the best exercise for me? So I kind of want to put it in a way W- where like this is comprehensive and everything you need to know about exercise. So there's three, there's four forms of exercise that we teach in the National Association of Med- of uh, Sports Medicine. Number one is flexibility, and, and number two is mobility. We are not going to talk about flexibility or mobility. Um, those are different. Those are kind of you just stretching, being mobile, etc. I'm going to leave those two alone. Um, the other two forms of exercise, and I have a really long lecture on YouTube, you know, called, uh, in-depth exercise research review. If you want like the one and a half hour version of this, go to that one. Um, we go through all the studies, we go through all the data with the graphs and charts and the studies and the PubMed ID numbers and all of that. But the other two forms of exercise are like endurance training, what we call cardio or resistance training, which is like weightlifting. So I'm going to focus on those because those two are probably the most useful um, to most people. And and there's a ton of science behind this. I'm not going to bore you with the studies right now. If you want the details, go to my YouTube, DrAllo.TV, search for exercise in-depth review or in-depth exercise review. The data and science hasn't changed that much. It's about a year or two old right now but the data and science hasn't changed that much. So go and listen to it. You can turn off your screen. It becomes a podcast basically. And I think I actually did put it on here, um, as a podcast. If you search through my podcast, um, I believe one of the longer ones, the one and a half hour ones is the in-depth, um, yeah, wait, uh, exercise review. If it's not, I'll make sure I, uh, post that one on here. Um, And I know there is another one called like fitness and and weight loss for busy physicians. It's about 52 minutes. Um, but anyways, let's talk about endurance and then we'll get into strength training and strength training breaks down into four different parts too. Um, but endurance training is just endurance. It's cardio, no matter what you do. And, and, and let's go back a little bit, rewind before we get into this. If you are a person who's sedentary and has never done anything, then anything you do is fine. If you are just doing nothing any exercise is better than nothing. Let's just start out with that. So if you're like, well, I need a program and, you know, I'm not going to start anything until I know what I'm doing, just stop. You're never, that's paralysis by analysis. You will never start doing anything if that is your attitude. You are basically going to be one of these people that kind of sits around doing nothing, waiting for the perfect moment to start doing something. You don't want to do that. You want to just start Um, because starting is better than nothing. So it doesn't even matter if like, well, I'm just going to stand up and sit down once or twice a day. That's perfect. If you, if all you can do is get up off the couch and sit back down again, or a chair, get up, sit down, get up, sit down. That is fine. I actually tell a lot of my elderly patients to actually do that, that, listen, you can barely get up off a chair. Why don't you start with that? Start by, Just getting off the chair and then sitting back down again. I'm not asking for a whole lot. Just start there. Get up, sit down, get up, sit down. That's exercise. Um, Let's say you're more able. You're not one of these elderly patients. You're a little more capable. And you are able to do a little bit more. So what do we do in your case? Like, What exercise would I tell you to do? Um, This is where it comes down to the endurance part at least. Pick something you enjoy. If you like hiking, you live in an area where there's a lot of trails, go start hiking. Use those trails. If you are um, a swimmer, um, let's say you have a pool and you like swimming, whatever, go do that. There's absolutely nothing uh, wrong with swimming. So if that's what you like, um, please do that. If you like anything else, You know, just biking, skiing, you know, whatever, whatever is available to you. If you enjoy those things, do those, right? Absolutely nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to discourage it. I actually highly, highly recommend that. Now, let's go to the people who want to do resistance training. Resistance training is a little bit different because you do need to pick like an actual goal. There's about four things four main goals to resistance training. And this is probably where the meat of this will get to. There are some people who just want to get stronger. All right. Not just want to get stronger. They actually want to get stronger. So strength is number one, is one, is one of them. Number two, there are some people who want to get larger. They want bigger muscles. We call that hypertrophy, right? Let's say you want to get bigger muscles. Don't care that much about strength or anything else. You just want to be bigger. And that's fine too. The next group of people will say are people who just want to be fitter. They don't really have a goal in mind. They just want to be more functional and more fit. They want to be able to pick up their grandkids, you know, off the ground. They want to be able to get out of a chair okay. They want to be overall more fit, right? That's the uh next group of people so we have bigger stronger and fitter so far the next group of people are people who just want to get leaner this is just like you know you just want to shed some fat um if you listen to some of my other podcasts it's a little more nuanced than that you're not going to exercise um off your fat you can and we'll get into it but let's start with um strong let's start with stronger first Um, For people who want to get stronger, you have to lift heavy weights more often and challenge yourself. Let's say you can only bench press 100 pounds. You would bench press that 100 pounds. You do one or two reps and then stop, take a break, do one or two reps. Maybe in a few weeks, you're able to do three reps okay. In a few more weeks, you're doing four reps. That's fine. So what you want to do is pick that heaviest weight that you can do for somewhere under five reps. So usually we say two to four reps, You know, something under five or under six even. Um, But you wanna pick heavier weights and you wanna do less reps. That is kind of what you would do to get stronger. And this goes for squats, deadlifts, whatever. I generally don't recommend that people start with a stronger goal in mind. Because when you're lifting heavier weights, if your form is not right, you're more likely to injure yourself or cause harm For the vast majority of people listening to my podcast, you're probably not 15 to 25 years old. So, and and if you are, that's great. This would still work for you. But if you're new to lifting, I would probably not recommend starting in the stronger rep range. And we talk about rep range. If I say pick a rep range up to five, you know, two to four, you pick a weight that's so heavy that you can only do about two reps. You know, if I say eight to 12, you pick a weight that's so heavy You can get up to about maybe 8 to 12 reps Where like the 11th and 12th rep You can't even really pick up or do You maybe make it only to 10 or 11 But that's kind of what we mean by rep ranges The vast majority of people I would recommend to start in a hypertrophy uh, range Which is a get bigger You want bigger muscles range Right? That's where I'd tell you to start Um, And the reason for that is the weights are lighter And not only that But I would recommend going even lighter than that Let's say you're doing a bench press and you can do 100 pounds, eight to 12 times. Pick a weight that's even lighter and go 80 or 90 and do that like 15 to 25 times. You will still build muscle up to about a rep range anywhere from zero up to like 25 or even 30. You're not you're not losing anything. Anything above 30, it's probably becoming cardio. Like if you're doing dumbbells and you can do 100 of them in a row, just stop. You're doing cardio. You could have just done a few jumping jacks, or run on a treadmill, or ran around the block. So that's there's that. So start with a rep, start with the rep range. It's a little bit higher if you're new to this. Get your form right, and get all your exercises right. Oh, and if you want to know what exercises I do, just follow my exercise program. Go to drallo.net/exercise, and that's a good exercise program to start. And it's exactly this what I'm telling you. Not only that, you get the schedule, you get the exact rep ranges. You get the exact calendar of when to do which exercises, which exact exercises to do, the exact reps, and not only that, you get a video of me demonstrating all of these exercises. So I'm not leaving you hanging. You get a video of me showing you how to do this and explaining my philosophy, kind of like what I'm doing now, but in a visual format. So you start with the 8 to 12 range rep, or rep range, I should say, (laughs) but that's where you start. Um, If you're very, very new, I would recommend an even higher rep range, go a little lighter, try to get to 15 to maybe 20, 25 reps, and just get used to the motion. Just go in there, practice the bench press, practice the deadlift, practice the squat, just get used to actually doing it, and that's where you should start. Now, what I usually have people do is cycle between hypertrophy and strength. Let's say you do hypertrophy for three months, you get your bench press up to 125, you're cranking away your eight to 10 reps, maybe 12 sometimes on the, you know, first set by these third, fourth set, whatever, you're only getting up to like eight or nine, maybe 10, whatever. Um, You're taking the correct amount of minutes in between for breaks. In terms of breaks, you can do, you know, 60 seconds up to two minutes, maybe, you know, somewhere about a minute, minute and a half um, in the hypertrophy range. And you got to take much longer ones um, if you're doing strength. So for three months, you'll do hypertrophy, then you'll go to strength. That's when you drop it to just one to five uh, rep range. Your deadlift was 100 pounds, you're doing eight to 12 of them. Now you go up to 150 and you can only do like one or two, right? Um, Those are called singles or doubles. That's where you would go to get stronger. Now you'll do that for three months. And as your lifts get stronger, let's say you get your deadlift up to one. 75 now you're deadlifting 175 when you switch back to hypertrophy you will notice that your weight has gone up you used to be able to to deadlift in the hypertrophy range let's say 100 pounds now it's 150 now you can do 8 to 12 reps of 150 when it used to be 100 and you just cycle back and forth um i think the vast majority of people listening to this probably are looking for this kind of advice right so that's what you would do um you would just cycle back and forth now, the one thing I will say, if you're aiming for strength and hypertrophy, you cannot be in a calorie deficit. Um, you have to be eating at maintenance. If, and if you're pretty overweight, um, you'll probably be fine. Um, if you're not that overweight, you want to be even eating in a surplus. All of this depends on your food. Your food intake has to match your goals. And we'll get into it a little bit later when we talk about how to get leaner. But if you want to build muscle or get stronger, you have to eat in a calorie surplus generally speaking now it doesn't have to be a monster surplus let's say you're 40 50 pounds overweight you do not need to be eating like 4, 5, 6, 700 calories more because you're just gonna gain weight you will do a body recomposition if you're pretty overweight all you got to do is just make sure you get enough protein you take one gram per pound of lean body mass or like your desired weight let's say you want to weigh about 180 pounds but you're only you're 240 you would eat about 180 grams of protein. As long as you're getting that much protein and you're in a calorie deficit or even eating at maintenance, you will do fine. Um, now, getting into leaner, this one's a little bit tricky. If you want to get leaner, you should still do the same exercise program I just outlined. However, you you definitely need to be in a calorie deficit. Or let's say you're like super lean. You're not obese. You you know just want to shed five more pounds. You really need to be in a calorie deficit. How do you figure that out? You can track calories for about a week and see what your average is and subtract off 100 or two or 300 maybe. Um, or you could do some basic calculations, multiply your weight by 10. If you're 200 pounds, you multiply it by 10, that's 2,000. That is probably a deficit for most people. Now your mileage may vary. You could go higher or lower, kind of depending on uh, where you are. But that is where I would definitely, uh, start. Now, if you're, and that, and that, that's what matters. The calories and the food has to match what you're trying to do. Now, if you just want to get fitter overall, you could still follow my, uh, exercise program. You don't have to be as strict with it. And the, and the exercise program as outlined, if you download it, drallo.net slash exercise, it tells you to start at one day a week because if you're getting results at one day a week, why would you want to do three or four days a week? Right, just makes no sense. If you're new to lifting or you're new to exercise, one day a week is fine. If you just generally want to get overall fitter, do one day of weightlifting and one day of endurance. You know, get on a treadmill, go on an incline walk, watch, listen to your favorite podcast like this, and just generally um, do things that are harder than what you used to do. Do hard things, basically. Right. So that's kind of where I fall on this. I'm sure you guys are going to have a lot of questions. Um, Feel free to drop them on any of my socials. It is definitely getting harder and harder to answer all of the uh, questions, but I will still definitely do that. A lot of you guys have noticed I still answer my questions quite a bit. Um, Definitely uh, ask them. And again, podcast is growing like crazy. Thank you all for the awesome, awesome reviews. Keep posting them and keep putting them there. Five stars, please. And I love you all and I will continue to do this. No advertisements whatsoever. Will not annoy you with those. Love you all. See you on the other side. Peace.